Hey, brother. Hello, brother. Hey, son. Hello, Charlie. Hello. Hello, nephew. Hi. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 5 of Match Wits. I'm your host, Steve, alongside my younger brother, Chris. That's me. And my son, Charlie. Hello. <laughs> this is Part 2, right? Episode 5 of Season 8, is we did in, back in Episode 4. It was Part 1 of our Star Wars uh, series. Chris had just come back from Galaxy's Edge in Florida. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. We talked about what the trilogy and the whole Star Wars universe meant to us uh, growing up. Uh, in this episode, uh, we invited my son Charlie on, who is a, well, I would say, fanatical right now um, <laughs> into in the Star Wars. He uh, earlier uh, this morning he had a full and uh, getting his cosplay ready for Emerald City Comic Con, the big Comic Con here in Seattle. Uh, he was trying everything out, going through through his lightsaber. So I thought it'd be great to have have Charlie on talk about what Star Wars means to 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 his generation um, compared to where you know Chris and I talked last time. Um, also, Charlie, when we go through this, I don't know if you listen to one of our podcasts. There's a there's a, there's a chance that Uncle Chris and I will disagree on something, mm-hmm. um, and if Chris knows he's right, uh, he, will <laughs> bet me a, he will bet me a dollar. Um, last episode, it was a dollar, which I think had to do with um, uh, Padawan versus Padwan. Yep. Right. So what's the what's the proper spelling and pronunciation of a a a Jedi apprentice? Do you know, Charlie? It's Padawan. You're with an correct. with an A. Yeah. As soon yes. as he said it, I, he said Padawan, and I was like, "No, it's not it, man. There's an A. It's, <laughs> yeah. three, it's three syllables." He was like, "No." I was like, "Dollar bet." And then he looked it up, found some like bootleg website that said Padawan, and he was like, "No, this is right." And I was like, "Star Wars." It was Wikipedia, Urban Dictionary, <laughs> which is which is content can be created by anybody. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. So. It wasn't on the Wikipedia, which I think is a great name for all of the yes. That's a great Star Wars great yeah. name. Um, so as part of a part of this episode, we are going to uh, also give uh, Uncle Chris uh, uh, a quiz of Star mm. Wars questions. We limited now Charlie's knowledge because I gave Charlie basically um, or I found an online quiz and asked Charlie a bunch of these questions. He got, I would say, 90 to 95 percent of them. Okay. So, in hindsight, it would have been great to do like a Jeopardy thing where you we guys battle each other. But uh, these have all been vetted questions. They are all um, tied into the uh, kind of the what we will call the the George Lucas canon, right? Okay. Which is pretty much the movies. Okay. A uh, couple things alluded to in the movies, backstories related to movies, maybe they're there, but the vast majority of these questions we're going to give you uh, are going to be about the uh, the movies themselves. Okay. Now Charlie's been going deep into some of the backstory stuff, which we'll get into that in a little bit. Sure, and I—that's uh, I, one of the things I've never really gotten into. Brody started watching whatever the uh, Clone Wars. There's oh yeah, Clone that's Wars, really good. There's well, Clone, Clone Wars, Wars Rebels, Rebels, and what's the other one? There's a third one, isn't there? Yeah, but I can't remember what. Okay, I haven't I haven't watched those at great length. But once Brody gets a little bit older, we'll start delving into them, and I'll start watching them religiously. But. Yeah, I've watched every single episode of the Clone Wars. I heard it's really good, and I heard <laughs> yeah, Rebels it is. is re- I heard Rebels is really good too. Yeah, they're both really good. I only have a limited amount of time, so I can't. Yeah, and they just started. So uh, on Friday, they released the first episode of was it season seven, Charlie? Yes. Um, and this is going to be the last uh, the last season. We touched on this last episode too, a little bit about Clone Wars and the guy who's kind of running Lucas's animation. Uh, oh. Arm, right? The guy Dave Filani. Is it Filani? Filani. Filani. There's an O. Uh, 
Western PA went to Edinburgh from Pittsburgh, um, which is really cool. So, Charlie, uh, g- kind of give us an overview, for, and for the listeners out there who haven't seen the Clone Wars or Rebels, like where where does the Clone Wars, the animated series, where did kind of what timeline does that does that take place on? Um, it takes place between like Episode Two, Attack of the Clones, and between Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith, and it kind of like follows well, title the Clone Wars. And- <laughs> goes like to all the different events and stuff and has all the different clones and stuff and it's a really cool show because it's out of order so like the first episode chronologically is in like season four. Oh, interesting how many pretty, how many seasons are there um uh, currently six full seasons and oh, first episode season seven has been released <laughs> how many Friday. episodes per season like i know in season seven there's tw- there's gonna be 12 so, okay. And I'm so you're talking sure about, about I have like 75 episodes to catch up on? Like, um, yeah. About. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Brody will enjoy watching. Charlie, you've watched since they came out on Disney Plus. I think you you watched it all the way through at least once, right? Yeah. The Clone Wars. And you had seen them because that's an older series, right? I yeah, mean, it was Clone canceled Wars. in 2014. So. And they just brought it back for the last season this year with, with along with Disney Plus, right? Yeah. And yeah. then, and, and it, it's kind of cool. I've watched some of the episodes. It, it gives you more, like, you get to see more of Anakin, like, developing, right? Because, they're, like, in the movies, it jumps from, you know, the Clone Wars into, was it, Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. And he just goes from being, oh, like, he's a teenager to he's a raging, <laughs> angry Sith Lord. And you don't get kind of that transition. There's a whole period in there where it takes place for him and Obi-Wan are running around uh, during the Clone Wars. And it, it gets into kind of some cool back, backstory stuff. And Anakin's still kind of a quote-unquote good guy, right? Yeah. Did I send you, Steve, did I send you the meme to post on the Twitter account about dress for the job you want? And it's Anakin from the third one dressed in all black. (laughs) 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 How they didn't notice that he was starting to make a heel turn, turn to the dark side. Like he went from wearing like all earth tones, like the Jedi robes and stuff. And then the revenge of the Sith comes out and he's just in jet black the entire time. It's like, yeah, dress for the job you want. That was one of the, the trivia questions on BuzzFeed that we Charlie and I were going through the the quiz, and it was like, how did the, how did the Jedi Order feel about uh, Anakin's black wardrobe? <laughs> the movie they teenager. Like, they were like a little apprehensive. I think they were all multiple choice questions, so <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, and then Rebels. So Charlie, walk us through Rebels a little bit. So there's like Clone Wars is is running now, but then there's there's kind of overlap, or at least there's some there's tie in with Rebels, right? Um, yeah, some of the characters do cross over, like Captain Rex and Gregor and Captain Wolf and some of the, like, story elements and stuff like that. Like Ahsoka Tano is also in it. Yeah. But she's she's older and she's a pretty... Yeah. She's a badass too, right? Yeah. She has two but, white lightsabers. <laughs> yeah, they had to address because apparently the, the girl that voices her on the cartoon was one of the voices at end of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And so D- Dave Filoni had to put out like this big press statement was like, yeah, she's not in the context of the film. She's not gone. And so they actually left the possibility of like her, including her in future movies or series or any yeah, of that. Yeah, which I so. find really neat because she's a really good character. Yeah. And, 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 but she hasn't been in any of the movies other than her voice, right? Yeah. yeah that was it. Yeah. That was the only part that we've ever heard from her in the films was the the chorus of voices at the end of Rise of Skywalker. But apparently Rosario Dawson is like heavily campaigning to play her. And from just from the visuals, from what I can tell, looks to be perfect. So, Oh, yeah. It would be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I think this and, – and, Charlie, this is something that um, Uncle Chris and I talked about last episode, which is, you know, there is so much – that you can do with the Star Wars universe, right? The the what do they call it? The expanded universe that was yeah. EA or what they call it, it EU and the Legends and all that. Um, but th- there's so much you can do with it, and it feels like the you know the, the Skywalker story that that's done, right? The the Rise of Skywalker, that whole thing is done. But there's so much you could do with like Ashoka and and all this stuff. That Ashoka? You we- Did you say Ashoka? <laughs> what, what's your name? Is it Ashoka. Us? That's what I said. You said Ashoka. It's All Ahsoka. Right. Are you correcting me now yes. on my podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he missed an H. Oh. Cut him some slack. Like, That's yeah, not right. that bad. Yeah. Ahsoka. Yeah, wait till we get into some of these. Um, but there's there's a lot. Um, and Charlie, I want your thoughts on this. There's a lot. Like, There's just a more to explore. I think one of the things with the, the Clone Wars, what little I've seen of it and Rebels and all that, there's stuff you can do with character development. Other stuff when you just don't have to – you can you can go into these other characters and you can they can take on a life of their own kind of like what we're seeing with Mandalorian where yeah. you have you have it connected you can see where it ties into the timeline but you get this whole new set of stories around it and it's not just blow up a a, a battleship and then, you know that, that type of thing that kind of played itself out a little bit blow up a planet destroying ball Exactly. For the seventeenth time. What are your thoughts on that, Joe? I mean, what do, where do you kind of where do you like the the Star Wars content that's coming out right now? Like, what do you what do you gravitate towards? I gravitate towards some of like the older stuff, like towards like that, like in like when it was released, but like timeline wise, so like before the Empire and stuff like that, with like the original Jedi Order. That I like yeah. that kind of era. So, oh, I think so like be- a thousand years, like some of like that. Was it the old Republic? The old Republic. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and all that stuff, all of that kind of that, um, like way back, like like thousand years before Skywalker and all the all the ones that we've been we've been watching. Right, that's kind of yeah. the stuff you've been you've been getting into, and that was one of the things that uh, and Chris and I talked about this that w- when we were younger, when the first movie came out, right? Can you imagine like when in 1977 when when that movie came out? You, Chris, you weren't even born yet. Nope. Um, but the first time we saw that movie and you see Darth Vader and you get – like you just don't – like you're just black, ominous robot figure that's this horrible bad guy with James Earl Jones' voice. And all, like we at school, we were like – we didn't – like where did he come from? What's his story? And you make up like all that lore that goes with it was part of the was part of the fun, right? It was part of that. So I can see where going back even further and being like, how did the Jedi Order come to be? And where did Mandalorians play into all this? And yeah. there's so much undiscovered territory that I think that, you know, there's they they, they do it right. Like I like I think they're doing with the Mandalorian. There's a lot they can a lot they can do with it without having to touch on, you know, Luke Leia and Han. Yeah. yeah. Well that was my favorite thing about the Mandalorian is how they made reference to the Jedi. Didn't they call them just sorcerers? Like they didn't yeah. even call them Jedi. Like, there's some weird no. space sorcerers out in the middle yeah. of the world. Yeah, it was like some sorcerers called Jedi. Like, I don't know much about yeah. them, but yeah, they exist at some point in time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that 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 was my favorite. Because like yeah, obviously the baby Yoda or whatever that's for yeah. lack of a better term, that's what the the kid or the boy yeah. or whatever they refer to the it as. Child. Like, yeah. It clearly makes reference or harkens back to the original trilogy, but at least they didn't use yeah. the name Skywalker. I was so happy yeah. to not hear Skywalker and not hear anything <laughs> referenced that way. Yeah. So that made me happy. But like they've never even named Yoda's species name, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't even have one because there was they were supposed to be the most force sensitive beings in the universe, and then they're just gone. And Yoda was like, "But in the 
I don't remember if it's Phantom Menace or uh, Attack of the Clones, but like in the Senate, there is other Yodas, for lack of a better term. There's like a whole because each one of those pods is a different planet or species or whatever they yeah. represent it, and there is other Yodas in the in there, but they never make reference to it any other time. They don't really refer to where they're from or what the species name was or anything. So I liked how it was left ambiguous. Sometimes when you explain backstories and give too much information, it takes away some of the allure. Like that's one of the things that really upset me about the prequel trilogy is I liked Vader being ambiguous and not having any clue who he was or how he turned to this point. And then you get jake lloyd in the first one who's just a whiny little brat and you don't really care about (laughs) and then in the second third one you get anakin or you get hayden christensen kind of going through the motions and complaining about sand and you're like and then he he slaughters a bunch of children and you're like why am i supposed to root for this guy and like that was that's probably i mean outside of everything's too shiny and bright and clean and everything in the original or in the prequel trilogies, so that's one of the things I liked most about Star Wars is everything felt lived in. Everything was kind of dirty. Like the Millennium Falcon had scorch marks all over it and was like banged up. Like the a satellite dish was like hanging off, and that's why it felt lived in. It felt real versus the Battlestar Galactica. Everything is clean, and then the prequels came out, and everything's shiny and everything's big and bright colors. And I'm like, yeah, that's not my Star Wars. <laughs> So Charlie, we put you on the spot. So and and you know we were we Charlie's on winter break. The kids were on winter break this week. So we went down to uh, Texas um, right. to, to Galveston, and uh, Charlie downloaded Disney Plus onto his uh, on his iPad. He downloaded what'd you do? Revenge of the Sith, New Hope, Empire, and Jedi. Yeah, that's so impressive. Two two because a four hour flight. So two episodes on the two movies on the way down, two on the way back, <laughs> and. Um, so, anyways, put you on the spot, Charlie. Like, what of of all the the theatrical releases of Star Wars, including Rogue One, Rebel, uh, Solo, all that? Um, what's your What's your favorite movie? If you um, say If you say Phantom Menace, I'm going to punch you. In the face. <laughs> <laughs> you can't threaten child abuse. Yes, I, can. I, will if fly aco- I will fly across the country and choke him out. <laughs> no, but I have to on. Um, Say either Return of the Jedi or Revenge of the Sith. And Revenge of the Sith for the sole Mustafar fight, because I just love that fight. It's so yeah. cool. I That's literally that. the only reason. Yeah, it all and builds up. And the opening up. scene. It, it builds up to that fight, and that fight goes on for, what, 20 minutes? No, it goes on <laughs> for, like, six minutes. Oh, that's it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it seems like longer where they're jumping on and off of... Fly, law, flying you know, rocks. The, yeah. yeah. And going through, and it just... Yeah, it, but it's a pretty extensive lightsaber battle charlie yeah. what was what was your intro into star wars what was the first one that you saw oh god this is a great story do you remember charlie no i do not remember all right so this is oh that's chris that's a good so um, i'm curious because i i know where mine was it was you shoving it down my throat when i was like five five <laughs> yeah, years old much so. much the same um <laughs> so um Janine went to Spain. I think this was the first time she went to to visit friends in Spain. And I took off and Charlie was um he was in Montessori school, but he was only in half a day and Maya was in Montessori school. So maybe Maya was four or five and Charlie was like three or four. 
And the first day, like I was, I was, I was Mr. Mom, man. I was Michael Keaton. I was Johnny on the spot. I'm like trying to get everything done, get the kids out to school. And then the, the next day I was like, I need to go grocery shopping. So I take Charlie, like I pick him up from school. We're going grocery shopping. I'm already beat like one day filling mm-hmm. in for Janine and I'm exhausted. And I remember coming out, pushing the cart outside of Martin's and Charlie's like in the front, you know, he's still small enough to sit in the front of the, the grocery cart, you know, that, that faces you, mm-hmm. you know, that like, I don't know, whatever that is, the little cockpit. And I was like, Charlie, have you ever seen Star Wars? And he was like, he was like three, maybe four. And like, no. And I was like, guess what we're doing this afternoon? <laughs> and we we went back, and I think, and I think we watched, I think we watched Phantom Menace. I think I started at Phantom Menace just because. I don't know, just because it was, it was, this was what, 2009 or something. So it was still, they were still fairly fresh and whatever. But so I know that was, that was Charlie's experience because I was like, okay, mom's out of the country. <laughs> Maya's at, Maya's at school. I, this is like two and a half hours. We can just like lay on the couch and, and, and watch a movie. So that was, that was, that was Star Wars. And Maya comes home from school. We're sitting there watching a movie in the middle of the afternoon. She's like, <laughs> What do you guys do? <laughs> it was pretty funny, but I'm pretty sure that was uh, uh, we started with Phantom Menace on that one. Okay, well, I mean, those are, I mean, to perfectly honest, that's probably the most accessible for a younger child because it's a little bit more cartoony than the original trilogy. The original yeah. trilogy has some harrowing moments in it, like the trash compactor scene. We remember it differently, Steve, but like that was terrifying. Like that <laughs> that eye that came up as like a six, seven year old kid. The eye that comes up with like the little alien thing and, and the sucking, snake under the water. Yeah, and sucking Luke under and like almost getting crushed and like screaming. Like that's kind of harrowing for yeah. for a kids movie so i guess the phantom menace is a fair a fair yeah, the pod scene is kind of cool yeah. and the kid yeah. is young and you know you have to what deal a, with jar, jar jar and some of the other cgi what stuff. what a dumpster fire that jake lloyd turned into have you seen that kid recently like he's been like he basically he still goes to conventions and apparently like yells at fans and stuff but because yeah, he was but, in that one movie yeah, he was in the first one. He was in Phantom Menace. He was the kid, and he was just so obnoxious. Like, yeah. it's just—it's too hard to have a kid that young try to pull off that that level. He should have been like ten, ten or eleven. You know what I mean? Not yeah, seven or eight or whatever he nine. was, but nine, whatever. <laughs> but then, like, the, then you read the story about Ahmad Best, the guy that played Jar Jar Binks, and basically he was almost bullied and thought about ending his life over Star Wars because the vitriol and the the hate that came out of the original, the, the, the prequel trilogy drove him to that. And it's just like, ugh. Yeah, because I think they were trying to do another, like, you know, relatable, non-human mm-hmm. character, right? They were trying to do, like, a, a, a Yoda or but something that wasn't a... Uh, uh, it wasn't C three. It wasn't a Wookiee. You know, what I mean, I was like, they were trying to find something, and and it, they just went over the top with that yeah. character. <laughs> yeah, they sure did. It's Universally kind of panned. Weird. Like, how, how did that not show up in a test screening? Or if it did, they're like, nah, screw it. We're already we're already in. We've already spent all this money. We guys, we're gonna we're gonna roll with Jar Jar. Have you never seen the the behind this or not the behind the scenes? I don't know if it's Empire Dreams that has it, or if it's in one of those red letter media. 
the reviews that I saw, but the first screening that they had with like Lucas and all of like the execs and they showed Phantom Menace and after it's over, they show Lucas and he goes, what everybody think? And like, everybody's got this look on his face. Like, holy crap. What was that nonsense? <laughs> and like, everybody's like, what are you going to say? It's George Lucas. Like, this is his universe. He's, he's one of the, first of all, he doesn't need the money. So he doesn't need to do it for it. Like nobody's financing that because he owns everything. So what does he need to placate anybody? So no one wanted to say anything to him about it but you could tell by the looks on their face they're like oh boy we just kind of let him do whatever he want and he came back with something that could have completely damaged the franchise but the franchise is so beloved that it didn't really matter and then a lot of the productions since then have been much better like Rogue and then One you got Darth fan- Maul as well so exactly and Rogue One is fantastic and Solo is not nearly as bad as everyone says it is and The Mandalorian has completely reinvigorated my love for Star Wars so agreed yeah. agreed yeah they're they're not they're not awful um again mm-hmm. I go that whole going backwards thing for me was tricky I would much rather see them you know kind of take the story forward but sure so they did mm-hmm. both but they waited till like you know, yeah. on his, like Harrison Ford's in his seventies. <laughs> yeah, stop making that poor old man run, please. Yeah. Like, just stop it. Like, they're talking about doing a new Indiana Jones movie. Can he just sit in like a rocker and tell the story? <laughs> like, can he not try to run? And like, all right, he's clearly a seventy-five-year-old man that has bad hips and bad knees, and just he was in a making. plane crash. Yeah, <laughs> he crashed his plane on a golf course, yeah. and he's still running around. Stop making him run. Please, right. please just let him sit in a re- recliner or a rocking chair and tell stories of his youth and then, like, flash back to, like, Bradley Cooper or Chris Pratt as, like, a young Indiana Jones, please. <laughs> please. Chris Pratt. That would be good. Um, no, um, what's his name? Sheila LaBeouf? The Buff? No, thanks. <laughs> this is going to be a hard pass on, I don't even remember what his beef, what was his name in there? Monkey? Uh, I don't remember. Honey Boy? Honey Isn't Boy. The movie he just made? That's about his life, I think. Yeah, I, I saw like some of the, I, like him with the male pattern baldness and everything. Like, whoa! Tr- truth be told, Steve, I don't mind him. Like, I don't really mind Shia LaBeouf. He's a really talented actor. He tends to go a little overboard getting in the roles, but like, I don't know if you ever saw Fury, the World War Two one about him and Brad Pitt are like in a tank. No. He is he is fantastic in that movie and like he all was the good stuff, in holes and he was pretty young in holes and and then I, I liked him in Transformers first yeah, the, at least he, the first one he, and he's a good actor he's just he's a weirdo and he just did not fit in the Indiana Jones universe but we're not talking about Indiana Jones we're talking about other franchises that got ruined by certain films <laughs> I'll tie back to Lucas um, all right, so before we hop into the quiz that we have prepared, do you, Chris, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, what we interrupted today by uh, doing this podcast? <laughs> yeah, you interrupted my Jedi training. So my one of my neighbors down the street is a good buddy of mine named Yoshi, and he just got um, the Oculus Quest. So we went out to dinner with uh, that his him and his wife, and then the two Irish the the Irish family that we've become friends with uh, James and Anita, and so we went out to dinner with them last night. And then after we got back, we everyone came and picked up the kids. And Yoshi looked at me. He goes, "Hey, I took a two hour nap. I'm not really that tired. Do you want to go play virtual reality?" I was like, "Hell yeah! I haven't used it yet. I've been dying to get into it. I've been reading all about that Vader Immortal game. So I heard it was really really good. So we went down there. We didn't get home." Till like 11.30, 11.45. And so I went down to their house at like midnight and played it till like 2, 2.30 in the morning. And then walked back. 
got up today and so uh, the mom called Aaron and was like, hey, Callie, the daughter wants to come down and play with Brody for a little bit. And we're like, yeah, absolutely. You know, send him down or send her down. And we can, it was nice out. So they were playing outside and stuff and they walked in and he brought the, the mom had brought the Oculus Quest down and was like, here, you can keep it for a few days. We're going to be out of town. You know, she's oh like, yeah, you definitely wanted to play it. I was like, uh, okay. So I went and I set it up and I was playing Beat Saber, which is so much fun. Aaron's just what laughing. Is, what, is, what is Beat Saber? So Beat Saber is the controllers are uh, two lightsabers. One's red and one's blue. And so it's a rhythm-based game where you're like in this black hallway and these colored... the red or blue squares come at you and you have to slice them with the lightsabers but it all goes to the beat so you get you can get like rhythm and stuff like that oh nice like kind of like rock band or something yeah 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 yeah. very very similar like it's not i don't i think it has anything to do with star wars per se but they're lightsabers and it's super super fun but then i was playing vader immortal while i was doing the training so you have to do this whole training so you actually i you could switch hands with the lightsaber so you can throw it, you can force grab things, you can lift them up, and you can deflect all those lasers or all the lasers and stuff. It is, yeah. Steve. I was, I'm, if I'm not kidding, I played for maybe a half hour and had to change my t-shirt because I was sweating so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Aaron's just laughing because if you don't, we didn't have it hooked up to the Wi-Fi. Normally, if it's hooked up to the Wi-Fi, you can watch on the television what the person's playing. But we didn't have it because it's not mine. I didn't want to go through the whole setup of you yeah, know yeah, yeah. changing all the settings on his on his quest and stuff. So Aaron walks around the corner and I'm pouring sweat and I'm running back and forth and I'm like force grabbing things and I'm throwing my lightsaber. I'm yelling at noise and stuff. I have to. I'll get her to send me the video. And she just took because she didn't know what I was doing. Like she went. She was outside playing with the kids. So I set it up. You can do. So you set up the like a, a safety perimeter, like you show where like you can trace a line on the floor where like the couch and stuff is, so you can't go outside of that. So you mm. don't run into walls and stuff like that. Right, right, so, right. so I did all that, and I did it in our front room. Like I moved the coffee table, so I'd have the most amount of room. And so like I got it all set up, and she comes in, and I hear her calling me. But I'm, a, I'm, I'm Jedi training. Don't interrupt <laughs> me, woman. And she comes around the corner, and she stood there, and I have no idea she's there because I have the the volume turned way, way up, and I'm getting real into it and stuff. And she takes a video, and I look so unbelievably ridiculous, like rolling around on the ground and like forced for grabbing things. So. Yeah, I highly. I didn't. I didn't think it was. I thought it was just going to be a gimmick. I thought it was going to be like 3D movies. You know what I mean? Like it was one of those. Right. I, I never really bought into it, but the possibilities of what you can do with that is unreal, and you do feel like a Jedi. Like the first time you pick a, a, a rock up and throw it at a droid, and then like slide and cut its legs off, is one of the coolest feelings that I've had. Recently, outside of pulling the silver lever in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon to launch us to hyperspeed, like those are just moments that are so ingrained in my head now because I'm such a Star Wars nerd that I highly recommend it. And so, is it is it worth buying? So the Oculus. Yes. So Charlie had the Oculus. You still have the Oculus Go, right? Which was yeah. completely Wi-Fi doesn't hook up to anything. Is the Quest kind of the same thing, next generation, or do you have to hook it up to a PC? Nope. It's all self-contained. That's why wow. he bought this specific one. He has, I think, 14 games loaded directly into the headset, and it's all wireless. Like, the controllers aren't wired. Mm. The the headset's not wired. It's all in inside the headset. Like, I was like, oh, do you have to, like, plug it into, you know, a computer to download games? He goes, no. 
I was nope. like, wait, hold on. He was. I was like, how big is the hard drive? He goes, I have no idea. He was like, but I have 15 games on there, and it's not even like more than 10 percent filled. I was like, that is insane. To are, there, me. Are, they, are the game, are the other games, good besides the Star Wars game? Yes. So Beat Saber's awesome. There's like a John Wick game, Steve. That like oh, it geez. goes in, dude. Like it goes in slow mo. Every time you move, it goes to regular oh, speed. Super hot. Super it's, hot. Yeah. So you can pick up, like, so it starts off and you're, like, in a warehouse and there's a knife floating in front of you. Now, as soon as you grab the knife, the doors open and people start flooding the room. If you stay completely still, it goes into, like, a slow-mo so you can plan your moves out. But as soon as you move, it starts ramping back up to normal (laughs) speed. Dude, it is. But you can grab everything. You can grab, like, bottles off the table and throw them at people. You You can punch them in the face and knock their gun out of their hand. There's another one I forget. I think it's called Pistol Whip. It's time. Steve, do you remember the game Time Crisis? The oh yeah, game? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that. It's that, but rhythm based. So you're basically like standing in the middle of like a room, and it pulls you slowly through the room, and guys come out of doors and off of balconies and stuff, and you have to reload. But if you start listening to the music, they move and come at you in a rhythm to the music in the background so you can start getting in this cool like i'm gonna go down the one knee and i'm gonna grab a gun and i'm gonna shoot them and i'm gonna spin it around like unbelievable like i played like i said 45 minutes and i had to change my t-shirt because i was covered (laughs) the first time i played the creed game the boxing game that they had when Mm -hmm. the guy walked out of the corner i audibly gasped because I was like, holy crap, <laughs> that guy's way bigger. Like, it's, the first guy you fight in the training mode is like 6'5". This massive, he looks like Deontay Wilder, the boxer that was in the match last night. And he yeah, walks yeah. towards you, and I was like, oh, my God, he's going to kill me. I was like backing <laughs> up because it just feels like it, it feels. And you look down, and you're wearing Adon- or, uh, Adonis Creed's gloves and his, and his belt or like his, his boxing trunks mm-hmm. are photorealistic and you look down at your own feet and you can kind of kick him out and he's wearing the boots and you can walk around the ring. Like the more, the bigger perimeter you can set, the more you can move around. Otherwise you have to kind of stay and use the control sticks to move. But like, if you set it up to like the full size of a boxing ring, you could actually run around the entire Oh my ring. God. Yeah, dude. Like, so, so how much are the quests? 350 bucks. That's it? That's it. Like, the whole reason Yoshi dropped it off, he was, all right, so we were trying last night. It was, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And so I was like, all right, I need one of these. My birthday's coming up. There's no way I'm going to be able to justify this to Aaron to buy it because this is all I'm going to do. So he was like, all right, let me show you something. So he's like, I gave him the headset. And he goes, here, do this. And he puts the headset on, and you're standing in the middle of Penn State's football stadium on the 50-yard line. <laughs> and I just went, yep, there you go. That's, that's going to do it. <laughs> So they brought it down. So I did the training for Aaron, and she goes, this is kind of disorienting. You know, I was like, it takes some getting used to, and it kind of throws off your depth perception, and and it gets – then you you acclimate to it. But I said, okay. She was like, yeah, this is fun. She was like, I can see how this is pretty cool. I was like, all right, hold on. So I took the headset back, and I loaded up the Penn State. They use Google Earth, and so you can actually kind of, like, zoom down. That You can start up, like, way high, and then it feels like you're falling, and you, like, land in the middle of the stadium. And she just went – 
whoa. And she started <laughs> looking around and she's and now there's another one. It's called it's called Richie's Plank Game. So it's set up that you're in an elevator and you press the button. There's three I think there's three settings. There's like skywriting, plank, and I think it's called Hero Academy. And each one was like a mini game. So you hit plank is the first one. And you're in an elevator and the elevator opens and you're on like the sixtieth floor of a of a building and you walk out on a plank of wood. So you're standing, and it, like, literally, I, I went, I thought I was going to fall off, Steve. Like, I'm trying to walk one foot behind <laughs> the other. And Yoshi was just like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm walking on the plank. He was like, you can walk anywhere you want. Like, it's just, and you look around, and it's completely photorealistic. Like and, you're 60 and, stories up. And you can walk off. You can step off the plank, and oh you fall gosh. and land on the ground. And then you turn around, and you can get back in the elevator. So I went back in the elevator and I hit uh, hit skywriting. So skywriting set up that you have basically jets on your wrist. So you use the you point where you want to go with your one hand and you put your other hand out behind you and you fly. As you're as you're trailing colored smoke behind you, so I'm like trying to spell wit in the skies, and I'm running in the skyscrapers and stuff like that. And I just, I just said, I I need this. I haven't got a new video game console. I was thinking about getting the PlayStation Five when it came out and getting the VR set to go with it, but mm. that's what four hundred dollars for the console, and then the add-on is another hundred and fifty, two hundred bucks. You're talking six hundred, six hundred fifty dollars. Right. And then when I asked Yoshi how much the the quest was he was like 350 bucks and then a lot of the games are developer games they're not actual titles that are sold so like the i think super hot is free i think pistol whip is free it's basically people trying to figure out the capabilities of right right yeah of what it learning is how to develop for the vr yeah, yeah. It, exactly so but even like the vader immortal game i think is only 20 bucks Nineteen ninety nine, oh, wow. but there's I think there's six chapters, and I think you have to pay per chapter, so it, it'll eventually get pricey. But it is completely pretty, pretty and totally cool. worth it. Yeah. Well, yeah, Charlie's com- birthday's coming up. There you go. There you go. Right after yours, angle for the quest. He was. He was. He was. You were asking for that for Christmas, weren't you? Um. Or you wanted you wanted a new VR because the go yeah. was kind of limited. Yeah, because mm. it has one controller, and there's about twenty games on the entire thing. Yeah, yeah. That that the the library for the new one is unbelievable. But it's not even that, Steve. It's the capabilities of like, you can watch Netflix through it, so you can make the TV as big as you want. You can set up like the way he's got the waiting room set up. You can load up like preset things. It's the Simpsons living room, and you. Can oh walk, my god, that's cool. You you can walk around. You can turn the TV on. You can like sit on the couch. You can do all this stuff and like. There's all these things that they've done with NBA or NBA. I know does it, but they put these 360 VR cameras courtside. So, like so, you, oh, can put right. the head, yeah, yeah. you could put the headset on, and then it feels like you're sitting courtside at the real game. You can look over at Jack Nicholson sitting seven seats away from you through a live feed and watch basketball that way. And I was just like, that is. That and is they're really talking. Cool. They're talking about doing it for the NFL. They're talking about doing it for the NHL, where you can literally go to these stadiums, feel like you're sitting there in the comfort of your own home. Like we can go to we can go to Browns games together, Steve. We can both have headsets and get and be talking to each other like we're sitting at the game watching the Browns play in real time in HD. Like unbelievable. So yeah. Get get him that, and then you can use it just as much as he does. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a win. My birthday's coming up too. Yep. All right, so let's let's jump over to the quiz. 
right? So oh we're going to – I don't think we're going to put the Twitter account at stake here, uh, which we've done in previous quizzes. So, uh, Charlie, I've given Uncle Chris, what, three? Yep. And you passed one? <laughs> okay. Do we really want to get into this with your, your son on here? I, I can't help but not swear when we start talking about this. <laughs> All right. No, the first, right, so the, we, the first the first quiz was bogus, and the questions were terrible. And yes, Steve started asking me things that he thought were in my wheelhouse, and it wasn't even close. So, but the last one, the one that was probably the most in my wheelhouse, I think I missed one one question, and you still didn't give me access to the Twitter account that you never posted. Yeah, on. you did okay on that one. Um, you did not get in the Saturday morning cartoon. What was the name of Zan and Jaina's uh, the Wonder Twins pet? Yeah, because that came out before I that existed. That was Gleek. <laughs> uh, you could not name any of the four ghosts, or you could not name the four ghosts from his Pac-Man. That's not true. I named one. Okay, we could not name the four. <laughs> um, you did not know Sub-Zero's finishing move? Yes, I did. That is completely contentious <laughs> because it doesn't have a name. It didn't. No, no. I, I just You needed to be able to tell. I, I needed to know what the, uh, the, the, the combination was. No, that's not what you asked. You went, And it was either chest cold or bed of ice for the finishing moves. That's what you... Yes, Steve, that's what we're talking about. I told you exactly what the finishing move was, and you're like, well, you didn't get the name that I got off Wikipedia, so yeah, I'm not going to give you the point. You didn't get the uh, who turned down the role of Walter White in Breaking Bad? Tons of people turned down that role. <laughs> oh, wait, this is the first quiz. Yes. This, this is all the, the contentious questions that were all bull crap. Name... First and last, the members of Belle Biv DeVoe. Yes, because, yeah, R&B was my thing when I was a kid. <laughs> All right, so that warms us up for this. And, and Charlie, I'm going to read the questions. If if Uncle Chris can't get it right, you can feel free to jump in with the answer right. after we give him an appropriate amount of time to, to answer the question. How many questions? I don't know. 15? 15, 15, <laughs> a number. Yeah, I don't go, know. There's some bonus questions in here. But this is, so this is like, all right, this is a, this is a, a softball. Get you started. Okay. Admiral Akbar's catchphrase. It's a trap. Yep. Okay. We'll his his son was in the newest one, wasn't he? I'm not the sure. Rise of the Resistance, yeah. Admiral Akbar's son was one of the characters that was on the rebel base wherever Leia was. Mm. Which right. means that there was. Admiral Akbar got down, man. Like, this is Akbar, <laughs> this is Admiral and Mrs. Akbar apparently got down every once in a while and had a few kids. Well, that's one. Yeah. Right. What kind of droid is R two D two? Is it Astromech? Yep. Ooh, yes. Bonus. Where did Lucas get the name R two D two? A real two D. Yeah, we talked about this last podcast. Steve. <laughs> it's the real two. Whatever. It's from dialogue two. Were, then we didn't yeah. talk. Did we really? Yeah, we were talking about THX eleven thirty eight, and that's oh, how right. he, he said he liked the sound of it when they were talking about our right, it's real two dialogue two. But that's for from, sound. It's American graffiti. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you are you've got all three right so far. Yep. This is another one. Who was Count Dooku's apprentice? <laughs> I just always loved the name Dooku. Um, <laughs> it was his apprentice was. Wait, did he have? He was Palpatine's apprentice, wasn't he? No, no, no. Who, who was Dooku's apprentice? Who was his Padawan? Who did he train? Padawan. Uh, Sorry, I said it wrong. <laughs> Padawan. <laughs> I th- did they? I don't. 
It wasn't Anakin because he, Anakin was Palpatine's. When he was no, in the Jedi no. Order, his apprentice. When he was in the Jedi Order. Oh, uh, oh, Dooku's in when he was in the. It was Qui Gon or Qui Gon. Yeah, Qui Gon. Qui Gon. It's Liam, Liam Neeson from Phantom Menace. <laughs> right. Yes. All right. This is another easy one, and then we even talked about this last episode. How many Sith are there always? Two. And why? Because they murder each other constantly. Charlie, anything to add to that? What's the, what's the, what's the back? <laughs> Just because they murder each other, what was the why? Why is there only so, two Sith? So back during the ages of the Old Republic, there's like hundreds of Sith, but they were like, "I need more power," and they all stabbed each other in the back. And then Darth Bane was like, "Okay, we need to not do that anymore." And so he made the rule of two. Rule of two. Always a master and an apprentice. If the apprentice kills the master, then they would take on, and they would just that's how they yeah. would go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Where did the Clone Wars begin? Oh, it began on. Technically, didn't it begin on that water planet where they were building all the clones? Isn't no. that where it started? Was it Tatooine? It wasn't Tatooine, no. was it? I don't know. Alderaan? Geonosis. Oh, Geonosis. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's that's Vader's homeworld, isn't it? No. Vader's homeworld's Tatooine. No. No, no, no. Not not where he lives. Like the where his vol- the volcanic planet where he ends up he gets no. his look. That's okay. Mustafar. All right, fire enough. <laughs> <laughs> what did Owen? Uh, so you got a zero on that one. Um, that's your first miss, though. You're doing well. Uh, what did Owen Lars tell Luke about his father? Like what he did? He was a pilot. He was a pilot in the rebellion. Yeah, he didn't tell him anything. He's like he never talked about my father. Uh, Charlie, tell him. He said he was a navigator on a spice freighter. Oh, okay. That's from New Hope. Yep. Oh. That's, I thought he says you never talked about my father. I, I, I remember, I thought I remember Luke saying that, but okay. Fair enough. Space right. freighter. Spice freighter. Okay. Because uh, uh, there's a lot of spices in outer space. Apparently. It's a big deal. It's, it's from outer big... space. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish we had that Ship little... off the old blog. <laughs> yeah. Boom, boom. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Who adopted Padme's daughter? Uh, Jimmy Smith's. <laughs> okay, that it's Bail, do... Bail, Bail Organa. There you go. Nice work. Thanks, man. Um, what it's was Jimmy, Anakin's... Jimmy Smith's? <laughs> what was Anakin's midichlorian count when when uh, they gave off, him the I, test off the charts? I don't know, like. Is it like a number? Like two hundred? It's it's, it, it's greater than. You can't just say like because, like how high was it? It was like on It's of. it was greater than Yoda's. <laughs> it was twenty thousand. Yeah, it was greater. Time. Great. That's greater than Master Yoda. How many did have the Master Yoda have? I don't know. More than, but le- <laughs> less than <laughs> number. <laughs> less, less than twenty thousand. Yeah. Uh, no, no can we not? Can we not ever discuss midichlorians ever again, please? <laughs> like, ever? I don't. That is right. one of the dumbest additions to that entire universe. Is oh, they're little microscopic organisms that control everything. Shut up, Qui Gon. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Next question. If you get this right, oh, I got to like, what can I? Uh, 
and give me access to the Twitter account so I can yeah. actually build a, build our following yeah. a little. No, I could send you. I think I sent you all your. Didn't I give you your like X Men cards back or whatever? Nope, you still haven't right. sent those back. Yet. I can send you some of those <laughs> if you get this question. What was the diameter of the Death Star in kilometers? <laughs> also, known, also known as kilometers. I don't know. I thought you were going to ask me the size of the, the exhaust vent that Luke shot the photon torpedo down. I don't know. I have no idea. Three two hundred and thirty-seven thousand. One hundred and twenty kilometers. Sure, that doesn't seem that big. Sure. Yeah, all right. This nice is stuff. all right. Now that's we're getting into that, stuff. And, and wait, Charlie, where does what, that from? Because one hundred twenty kilometers is only like a few. Like that's only what like sixty miles, seventy-five miles. Dude, that doesn't sound right. It's seventy four point five six miles. The Death Star's bigger than that, isn't it? Where that's did you get the that diameter? From? Right, Charlie. I'm not. I'm not. That that just sounds yeah. small to me. Yeah, I'm fact checking. Okay. Oh boy, Charlie's fact checking. Yeah, this moving is, on. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's to be a dollar bet. And th- th- these next couple, Charlie got right. Okay. Um, and I know you're not going to get them, so we kind of eased you into this, gave you some false sense of security. Oh, great. And then we're going to dash all your hopes and dreams here. Oh, great. All right. Um, Charlie, did you find anything? Hold on. These are from the movies, though, right? Yep. This isn't where you're going to now sideswipe me with all Rebels or no. Clone Wars ones. Okay. No, no. And I'll let, what, what, you know, I think there's one. 160 no. kilometers Wait. from Wikipedia. So you were wrong, but, Steve. But, but BuzzFeed said 120. You, you, didn't, Buzz, you Buzz said feed. Steve, <laughs> for, for the love of God, BuzzFeed is not a credible source when it comes to anything. So, no, that Charlie's right. That question is moot. Take it off. Wait a second. You still got it wrong. It doesn't matter. Your answer was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Your answer was wrong. <laughs> so was yours. You're the one that created the question, got it wrong. So the question is null and void. Did you do di- did you do di- dynamic diameter <laughs> words? Did he use words <laughs> out loud? Yes. Easy uh, for you which to say. Death Star? I mean, you, after they rebuilt it, there was a broader the, range of it figures. Was still, the hull there. Like it's not like the whole. The thing. first Death Star has a diameter between 140 and 160 kilometers. Okay. Between how That's is there between? That's, That's not. Said. It's an easy thing to measure. Like how do they? If it was a real number, it would be a real number. Well. They didn't have but, good architects because they had a massive design flaw where you could blow it up with a three meter like little hole. Speaking speaking of, did you ever see the the dorkly com- or cartoon where the the guy starts arguing with the architect? He goes, "What did I know?" He's like, "I wasn't expecting space wizards to be able to shoot a." <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I've seen that. It's hilarious. At least you show it to Charlie. I'll send it to you. It's so good. I think. Okay. We'll it. All right. So I'll, I'll strike that one from the record. Fair enough. All right. What was the name of the standard rifle carried by a clone trooper? <laughs> a hint. It begins with DC. The letters DC? Yeah. No, the numbers DC. <laughs> no, no. Is it, is it like that's the, it's two words? No, it's, no, no, no. no. It's like DC dash. DC dash four dash 1138. Nope, wrong. DC fifteen A. Okay, like, why would I know that? When did they ever? <laughs> when did they why ever make not? reference to that? I don't know. Did you get that off of Buzzfeed too? In Star Wars Battlefront two. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, Steve, the whole 
whole point of living in the moon. Next question. Moving on. Yeah. Okay. What was? What kind of weapon did Han Solo carry? A blaster. Okay. It's not wrong. Well, yeah. It's not right either. Like, oh, he carried a. What kind of gun did he carry? He carried a blaster. No, come on. It was a little. It was the. It was cobbled together from model. pieces that. What? The model number, just like DC fifteen A. I have no idea. That, you, you're talking about Solo. You're talking about the reference that they made of how he got his blaster in Solo because that's when they gave it the name. So I've seen Solo once. <laughs> Same. What was yeah. it, Charlie? It was like DL forty four, wasn't yep. it? Yep. There you go. Let Shut go. up. That's a stupid question. All right, this is a movie making trivia question. Okay. Also from BuzzFeed. Uh, how many? <laughs> me- <laughs> what? Wait, no, no, no. This is not. Sorry, this is. How many? This is not a movie making question. Uh, I thought it was the how many people does it take to operate uh, Jabba the Hut? This is how many meals does Jabba consume per day? Uh, uh, <laughs> Again, a number. What, that's not from Jedi because they don't ever make reference to how many times Yoda or Jabba eats in. Jedi. So where is it from? Is it from Battlefield 2? <laughs> it's Battlefront. Battlefront, whatever. It's from BuzzFeed, I told you. Okay. Seven. He eats seven meals a day. Nine. He eats nine meals a day. Okay. Well, where did they get that from? I don't know. <laughs> His personal okay. dietitian? Okay. I, I don't know. Well, that's why you said these are all movie-based, and there was never reference in Return of the Jedi of how much Jabba ate or how many times a day. I think there might have been. No, there wasn't. No, I I just looked it up. It's nine meals. Okay. From, but is where's, that from Wikipedia? Is, is there a source or a footnote that you can see where it's from, like how they, how they came that? Somewhere, but I'm too lazy to do it. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, uh, next one. This is a great one. Why was Jango Fett adopted and raised by Mandalorians? I didn't even know this one. Because his parent, his, 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 this was referenced in Mandalorian, wasn't it? Oh, no, this is Attack of the Clones. Correct. Jango, his family got, his parents were killed somehow and the Mandalorians felt responsible. Or am I mixing that up yes, with the, the actual Mandal- Mandalorian? He missing it up with the Mandalorian. His, his parents were assassinated. Yeah, that's what I said. His parents were killed. Yeah. I needed more. Half point. How were they killed? Yeah. How, I, right. By Next. blaster. By a, a lightsaber. <laughs> I don't know. By a pew-pew uh, thing. Yes. By who? By a pew-pew thing. Who? <laughs> 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 All right, this is this is one of Charlie's. This is not in the movies directly, but it's one of I think Charlie's favorite lords because Charlie's super into lightsabers, and we're going to go build one when we go to when we go to Galaxy's Edge in, in April. Who created the, the dark saber? Uh, it's the whatever the Mandalorian was the the f- first Mandalorian that was ever a Jedi. That's who created it. I don't know what his name is. I get a half point for that. I'd say give him like ninety five percent of a point for that because that's like most of the question. Ninety five? You gotta yeah. get the name. He was like, "Oh, the first Mandalorian." It's only Jedi. mentioned in one episode of the Clone Wars, <laughs> so. Thank Fair you. <laughs> thank, thank you, Charles. But yeah, it's like, Tar Vizsla. He's the only Mandalorian to ever be a Jedi. Yeah. Right. His name is Tar Vizsla. 
There you go. I can just imagine the general like, oh yeah, Mandalorian Jedi just came back from building his lightsaber. What color is it? Oh yeah, it's black. Looks like it's a normal sword. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this is the last question that I have, and then we'll open it up and get Charlie has any more stumpers for you. (laughs) This is up there with Belbeth DeVoe. What was Jabba the Hutt's full name? And it's not (laughs) the Hutt. He's got a middle and last name. I don't. Giant Jabba the Giant Sandworm. I don't know. Sandy was a slug. Whatever. He looks like a sand. sand. You don't okay. know the difference between a worm and a slug? Jabba Dizalik Tior. Okay. And where was that mentioned ever in the history of the movies ever? Wait, Buzz- what, what was it? That Jabba Dizalik D-E-S-I-L-I-J-I-C Give or take some letters, consonants in there And <laughs> T-I-U-R-E T-U-R Yep, checks out on Wikipedia Wikipedia. Where, where is it referenced? Probably one of the books Hold on Let's see, I bounce this out for you Yeah, that seems fair Charlie had much harder questions I, I said you gotta back down Yeah, like what was Padme's given name? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Steve. What did you say Jabba's real name was? Jabba Dizalik Tior. That's his wife's name, dick. (laughs) 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 I just looked it up. That's his wife's name. I don't know. Hold on. He has a wife, though. But he's a hermaphrodite. I don't understand understand this. How does that ever work? I don't understand it. So, was was... That's not his wife? I don't know. It's Homer's. Yeah, I guess. I don't know where they ever got that name from. I don't know. No. I got no idea. Yeah. All right. True or false? The Han Solo walking over Jabba's tail is the worst thing that's been in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. In, in Solo, how does Han Solo get his last name? It's the worst thing that ever existed in the Star Wars thing. Well, especially because in the when they were doing A New Hope, when it first started, he wasn't he wasn't the sand. He wasn't a slug. He was just a, a was he Scottish? He was like a Scottish gangster. He was like this fat dude that was like a stand-in for Jabba, and then they, because they didn't have the special effects or the budget, he wasn't in it. That whole scene's not in the original movie. Oh, where he walks over the tail? No, I agree. Yeah. That's he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't meet. Look. Yeah, he did. We don't meet Jabba in the movies until Return of the Jedi. But yeah, so, like crazy. that whole scene was cut because it was originally a Scottish actor playing Jabba, and then he decided he wanted to be like a giant sand slug, and they didn't have the budget for it. And then, of course, Lucas, when he had the budget, went back and put it in, and it was so bad that, yes, I would rank it probably number two as the worst thing <laughs> in the Star Wars behind we, we House. Didn't need, we didn't need it. The story didn't need it. That, I don't know. What, you mean like Han didn't have a last name until some random stormtrooper <laughs> signed it to him? Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. All right. It just reminds me of Steve that, speaking of Solo, was directed by Ron Howard. Dude, I've done 75% of Ron Howard's masterclass, and I've learned more from the Ron Howard one than the entire Martin Scorsese one. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I listened the entire because when she told me we can do it as podcast, yeah, I I miss out a little bit on like the scene breakdowns that they do. So any episode or any lessons that have the scene breakdowns, I'll go back and watch them afterwards. But I've been blown through every way like on the way home. I I have an hour commute every day, which means I can probably do four lessons ever like back and forth to work. So I blew through the Scorsese one and the Ron Howard one is really really good because he does a, you forget how many fantastic movies he's made outside of solo i mean apollo 13 like all of those they do full breakdowns backdraft backdraft frost <laughs> nixon um what was the other one that he's been doing oh he beautiful did all the mind. damn brown ones right beautiful mind yeah inferno and uh I'm going to say Dungeons and Dragons, but that's not right. What was the first one? Angels and Demons. And, Angels um, and Demons. Da Vinci Code. But yeah, but he does such a good job about... It's more about the technical process of filmmaking, where Scorsese is more about how you write and all of that stuff. But I'm learning more from the Ron Howard one than I did from the Scorsese one. Scorsese makes references to like weird indie or french films that most people haven't seen there's a few that i have but when i'm listening to ron howard and he makes reference to apollo 13 i've seen apollo 13 enough times that as soon as he makes reference to it i know exactly what he's talking about and the same with frost nixon and all those ones so but yeah i've been blowing through that one and then i'm going to move on to either david lynch or Mm. aaron aaron sorkin so yeah there's some good stuff in there i watched on the plane on the way home i was i was feeling like a like I don't know. Been off work for a week uh, while we were in Galveston, so I got the um, the guy who basically I want to say he founded, but he basically bought Starbucks for three million dollars back in mm. the eighties. Uh, Schwartz is his last name. The guy who owned the Sonics and then sold them, and then they moved him to Oklahoma. He's not real popular up here in Seattle because of that. I imagine, but he talks about like leadership and entrepreneurship and everything. And I watched that whole thing. It was like an hour and a half long. I watched it on the on the plane. It was really he was really good, well spoken, articulate. Mm-hmm. Um, and just talks about you know what it is to like uh, build and, and run a company, which I thought was pretty cool. So there, yeah. there's good stuff in there. I got I've, I've started the uh, Dead Mouse one. I've started the Danny Elfman one, uh-huh. uh, and I started the Neil Gaiman one. They're Did you get, you gave me a year right a yep. year subscription to that? Okay, yeah. I'm gonna try to get through all the filmmaker ones. Yeah, I mean it's good stuff. Like you get people like that to talk about their craft. Like the Danny Elfman one was great. Yeah. And for nothing else, you learned about how he got into mm-hmm. music, and then how he kind of fell into to doing score music and starting with Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, and it's it, yeah, and it just it helps when you hear from a lot of it's luck. A lot of the stuff is the especially when it comes to filmmaking is right place, right time type of things. Like that's why there's a forget what his name is there's a director that directed a movie named slight and then there's he did another one that's on netflix called sweetheart hold on i want to look up his name so i don't get it wrong but um he was where is it uh justin dillard so justin dillard was an assist was uh abram's assistant on Fa- uh, not phantom menace force awakens so he was mm-hmm. ju- and he just hung around on set and and all that well it just came out that he got greenlit to develop a new series for Star Wars because he was working hand in hand with JJ Abrams and like spitting ideas at him and he was like yeah have you ever thought about developing your own and there there's rumors that it's going to be the Knights of the Old Republic. Oh that'd be oh. awesome. They're going to do like they're going to do similar to what they did with the Mandalorian do like a 8 10 part series on Disney Plus and if it does well and and it you know as popular as Mandalorian they'll probably do a film or or three. So 
That's what I mean. Like the, when it comes to filmmaking, like we always talk about how Star Wars was just such a perfect mixture of accidents and things that didn't work, which caused them to create different things. And like Charlie, I don't know if you, the whole reason Star Wars even exists is because George Lucas couldn't get the rights to Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon, the the cheesy space opera that the Queen did the soundtrack to, he couldn't get the mm-hmm. rights to that one, so he created star wars as his way of doing the space opera that he always wanted to do and then he was able to mix in the samurai influence and all the the jedi and all that it came through by a simple thing that he couldn't get the rights to another property so he created this whole universe that is now whatever nine movie or whatever 12 (laughs) movies series animated series yeah so much content yeah yeah Yeah, music park sold it to Disney for a bazillion dollars. Bazillion yeah, Char- dollars. Charlie and I have been watching The Empire of Dreams. What are you about? We kind of we just finished Empire, like in the timeline, and they're getting ready to do Jedi. Is that right, Charlie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So really cool the filmmaking stuff of it. Charlie's got this. Um, and you can talk about. It. He's te- he took a filmmaking class in school in like seventh grade. Um, yeah, it was really cool. And then you're doing w- w- acting for film. No, I'm doing theater right now. Since oh, we can't theater, do the same right. class twice. <laughs> yeah, she's acting for film and, and theater and, and all that stuff. So this is like in the middle school out here, um, and they have more of that stuff in the in the high school. You saw that book though, I gave you, right, Steve? Give that to Charlie. The Empire the, Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. All the, oh, yeah, the yeah. complete making of like where it's like literally like the shot list from set and everything that from the full development on. I love that book. Yeah, and I remember I got that for you. It was like a hundred and twenty bucks, and I remember you gave me something that was like ten bucks. I was like, thanks, man. Merry come Christmas on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, come on, I got you autograph script from Kevin Smith. How I much took did you that cost to you? Europe? You did take me to Europe. That's, that's <laughs> Like let's not let's not fair. like keep keep track here. I, what else? I got you a turntable with a copy of Combat Rock. Yes, she did. My copy of Cash by Johnny Cash. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that reminds me. See how cool was that story about when we went out with the Irish family last night and they were we were talking about. It. She goes, "Oh, you know the Pogues," and I'm like, "Yeah, I I really really love the Pogues." She goes, "Did you ever read his book?" And I was like, "Yeah, I read it." And she just absolutely fell in love with me. She was like, "Okay, <laughs> favorite Pogues song," and I was like, "Well, everybody talks about Fairy Tale in New York." And I was like, "But I'm partial to Rainy Night in Soho." And you just saw the look in her face, like she kind of tilted her head. She goes, "You're awesome," and I was like, "Thanks." <laughs> But yeah, so we're going to be going next year. They're actually delaying their trip so we can go with them next year. And they're going to do, a, they refer to it as a proper tour of, of the Emerald Isle instead of going to like the main places they're going to take. That's us to pretty like cool. Them. Yeah. Like 100%. They've only been in country like six, seven years. Like they're not even American citizens yet. Like full accents. Like you can see we went out and we were at, we were at a bar waiting for our table. And you just see everybody like near us, like kind of turning. Like they're all, like, super thick irish brogues and everything they sound everything they say just sounds awesome so like people are coming over like we're like we can't help but notice your accent they're like oh yeah they're from ireland and they were talking about how they came over and where they were from and stuff it's pretty cool awesome super stoked for that but would love to get there Maya's going Maya's going to europe she's not going to ireland but she's going to london and germany and stuff coming up here in april so she'll be overseas when charlie and i go to um Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. Edge. Yeah. I, I saw Look, the hair the hair change. That was drastic. For Maya? Yeah. Yeah, she was gonna go green, so she bleached her hair and yeah. but she she kinda likes it lightened. Um so but she's got the green stuff. You had to bleach it first, her hair's so dark, but Yeah, you gotta strip out all the color. Yeah. 
So looks cool. Good stuff. All right. Um, I think that'll put a bow on our second part of our Star Wars uh, run here. Charlie, thanks for joining us. You are the third member of the Wit family to be uh, a special guest on the podcast. Um, yeah. You know, uh, after your your sister and your grandfather. Yeah. Uh, so, anything to plug, Charlie? Any books <laughs> coming out? Um, <laughs> anything? Um. um. That was a joke. Yeah, I was going to say. You don't feel put a lot of pressure on you. Um, <laughs> Way to put him on the spot. <laughs> so with that, you can, you can listeners can follow us at uh, the, 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 the Twitter account that I don't let give Chris access to is Match Wit. <laughs> the one that he has access to that he runs is uh, Acquired Wit. Um, you can go to our website. Uh, Chris, I don't know if you noticed, I updated the website, so all the episodes are up there and tagged did, accordingly. Um, I did not. On, on the website, so I, I did a little bit of that. Uh, and with that, Chris, take us out. I bid you adieu. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.